0: Hey guys, my name is Swazi and welcome to the roundtable. Today I'm joined with some incredible people and we're gonna be chopping it up when it comes to body image. So being body conscious affects everyone, whether you're male or female. And if you're anything like me and on Instagram, there's so many hashtags, stay thick, be thick, summer body ready, which I'm never ready for. But at the end of the day, I wanna know, what does it mean to be comfortable in your own skin? So first up, I wanna
1: say that you are always summer body ready. (laughs) <laughs> there, There is no kind of issue of you need to get to a certain point in order to be summer body ready. Your body is inherently worthy. And I think that le- we learn that our bodies are unworthy and not good enough. That is not something we come out of the womb knowing. It's something that is learned. You know, we look to social media. We look to newspapers. We look to the diet industry. We look to the fitness industry. We look to all these different industries that tell us how we are as we are is not enough. And what we need to start doing is rejecting those ideals and realise that we are good enough as we are. You know, someone's going to get whatever body I'm going to give it and they're just going to have to deal with that.
0: Yes, what about you guys? Anything that you love most about your body, Danny? I
2: like my legs a lot.
0: Yeah, take time. I like my legs. um, No, no, I like my legs
2: because they're toned and like, they're, they're strong but then I still have I'm still a bit like uh, about my body because because you know how you said before like Instagram you see I'll uh, get thick be thick um like there was actually like a period in time where I was like wow my body's not like that I've, I feel like shit can, can, you, can you swear yes oh
0: yes. good yeah I felt <laughs> like anyways <laughs> no, I
2: literally I <laughs> felt like um, I felt like shit I was just like wow that's, this is not this is not what I am mm. and like literally I'll just like wear like baggy clothes um literally oversized tops big big long line coats so I can just cover up mm. like when it was summer I'll just I'll be a bit wary I'll still wear like clothes that will cover up but still yeah. summer yeah. that's thingy. interesting
0: actually um and so just talk to me a little bit about your body kitty and what do you love most about your body
1: I love the body that I have and I love the journey that we've gone on together. It's not been an easy journey. um, But I love my shape. um, I love my curves. um, I love that, you know, there's, I guess, because I'm a plus size model, there's this kind of industry standard of being an hourglass figure, having like quite big boobs, flat stomach, big hips and I don't fit into that ideal. I've got a belly, I've got some hips, I have no boobs whatsoever, and that's totally fine. And it's taken a long time for me to get to this place, but I'm really happy that I can accept
0: all parts of me. Uh, what about you guys? Do you find that the, the hashtags apply to you? Like, are you, are you conscious of the hashtag, get thick? Is that a thing for guys?
3: I think there definitely is. Like, there, there's, an, there's an idea of masculinity that gets sold to us from, from very early. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's through comics, it's through films and, and, it, and it's very, very quite one dimensional. So like, one, to your point, to that question of like, what do you love the most? For me, that's not something that I could answer because it's more about what, my, what it represents. So I love that the body that I have gives me an opportunity to like practice strength or discipline or commitment. So I like that. And I've been on various different journeys in my own physique from being very, very slim to being, you know, labeled as clinically obese to Mm -hmm. figuring out kind of what works for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that it's like the body is always forgiven. Like you you can talk shit about it, you can ignore it but if you give it what it needs, it's gonna respond without blaming you or judging you.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. So I love that about it. Do you That's know
0: what so I mean? dope, like, what do you mean the body is forgiving? Yeah. Like, we're only five minutes in and there's bars. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, how, how, how sweet? Wow. Would you, would you, what word would you guys give to your body in terms of how it responds? That's a really nice, like, way of thinking about the body. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, if the body... if It's true, isn't it? If you hurt your body or... Like, the other day I was running and now my Achilles is licked. Like, they can't even... They can't... Fam, I had to roll this ball and I was like, Oh my gosh, my foot! But it's true, if you ice it and you do things, your body repairs itself. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing, isn't it? So... Um, I think forgiven is, is a great word to describe the body. I don't know what you guys think. What words would you give to describe your body?
4: I'd describe my body as patient. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's waiting for me to put some work in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I suffer from kind of body apathy, really, is yeah. in, like, I don't strive to be anything. And that ha- might sound like, you know, super empowered, but it's actually, you know, leads to some laziness occasionally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I you know, I have quite nice legs, but they're nice because they are what they are, and I haven't really put much work in, um, and I think I probably could because because one of the things that I think definitely resonating with what you said is that I think we should start thinking about fitness and health and body image in terms of mental health and, and what, 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 how powerful exercise can be for your mental health. Mm-hmm. I, I don't go to the gym very often, but when I do the feeling of elation and that ser- when that serotonin is coursing mm-hmm. through and you're just feeling like everything is okay in the world mm-hmm. and you've just put some work in, but everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's certainly, you know, but patient is definitely a word because it, it's waiting for me to be serious. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> got I, a hand. I really agree hands. with
5: that because I think for me, it's not necessarily about like with the physical images it's more like my body is stamina because it carries me around to do the things that i want to do mm-hmm. i have energy to you know accomplish certain things or i have i don't know It, you know it's it's a representation of it's like a mirror of my well-being and like mm-hmm. who i am as a person i think for me when i started to stop thinking about oh but like there's a bit here and there's a bit there that i don't like it if i started to think about like what does it do for me like mm-hmm. how does it show me courage instead of stop punishing it for like having a bit of fat there or like not yeah. looking like what I wanted to look like when it was when I changed that I was like, Oh actually Yeah. It's not too bad. Well this <laughs> is it. These
1: kinds of things are only effective if they come from a place of self love because I think we're taught that you know, we go to the gym because we hate our bodies and they need to change. But if we do it from a place of self-acceptance and our base value is our body acceptance, Mm. then it means it's gonna be more effective for us and it's gonna be better for us in the long run, better for our mental health and just better for us in general.
6: I think it's really interesting though, that you said that um, we're taught a lot of this stuff where we really dislike our body. But I think a bit of it comes into nature as well. In the end of the day, you're your biggest critic. Mm. So for me, Like, I lost an exceptional amount of weight last year and that was from going, you know, I was bulimic for a while. And um, because when you're Asian as well, and this is culture coming in, a lot of people have an image of someone being really small and very petite. I don't fit that. I'm short, but I'm not tiny. And um, I, I came to a point where I was quite happy with my body, but every time I looked in the mirror, I could always do better. And I think that's the danger, is that in the end of the day, there's that bit of nature in us that will always be our biggest critic and we always want to look better or to be better. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think definitely media plays a huge part of it and people play a huge part of it, the people who are around you. But... you. We always want to do better.
5: Yeah, I don't really think that's a bad thing though, because obviously, yes, mm. just what you said, like mm. self-acceptance and being mm. happy with who you are and in your skin. But I think if you're not thriving to something like yeah. growing yourself or being be- like becoming better than what you are now, then you're standing still, you're going backwards. Mm. I, I like the, I like knowing that I can progress, that I can, you know, too. you can grow, that I can come from A to B, I can do that mm. and I can do this. Yeah, I definitely
3: yeah. don't think it's an either or. I think it's a both and like like for me to, to your point on that I feel like and actually to your point about mental health like for me physical is very much like a spiritual practice not in an airy fairy way but like it is very exposing like it is very exposing like I can think what I want I can say what I want but then I can get under a bar I can try it and be like okay I'm not actually here I'm not here so I feel like Um, the body tends to speak the mind, Um, you know, like you'll see people who might not feel they've got enough support in their life. You can see it by their posture. You can see it in the back. You can see people who feel like they're overwhelmed. You can watch where they're breathing. So it's So for me, it's, it's a feedback tool. So I don't see it as like, I definitely hear your point of thinking like you have to fit this narrative and you've got this inner critic, which can be sabotaging at worst, mm-hmm. but I think it can also be enlightening at its best if, as you said, you bring in self-acceptance.
0: Yeah, I like that. And just to jump, I'm going to come back to you, but also, Lisa, what do you love most about your body and what do you think your body says most to you?
7: I think, similarly with you, I've been on like a real journey in my body and I think um, I like the fact that it's stuck in with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's completely forgiven always because I will always have the, the, the marks and stuff like that to remind me of different times, but I, I like that, yeah. you know, I feel like my body represents everywhere we've been mm-hmm. yeah. at all times. So when I look myself in the mirror, I don't, I see where I've been before yeah. and I see where I am now. And, and I don't know, I think being, as you said about like, whatever body you give some summer, whatever body you give some. I think being happy when you're bigger, learning to like things about your body when you're at your biggest, learning to like things at your body when you're much smaller, like just learning to have a positive thing with your body, mm-hmm. Like, when I was really big, I was like, I got a bum. I was like, yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. <laughs> then I was losing weight and I was like, it's gone. My friends are like, where's it gone? And I'm like, but it's okay, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's okay to just love different parts of yourself and to, I think, to, to strive for health. You know, I think, and I think that's a full year round, full life thing, to be striving for health. I think a lot of the Instagram stuff and stuff like that, like even like the, but I think men do, really have that big let's get thick for summer thing like i know guys who really their body is not wanting to do that Mm -hmm. and they're eating like five chickens a day really hoping for like big transformation and they're just pulling and pulling and lifting and you know injuring one arm because i was doing personal best and striving for big things and i'm like what's it for yeah like, I, fair enough, if you want to be a to you know, those people that will be doing the gym and they can lift their body one way and their body's all moving and it's all nice. And good for you, like, it's good to have personal, you know, like gymnasts will be doing that thing where they hold themselves up and flip. But if it's just so you can go PB, PB, and I'm like, what are you, what's it
3: for? for sure.
7: um, I feel like I've yeah. had
3: to answer that in my own life. Yeah. I feel like I've had to answer that because for that me, I felt like when I said it was like spiritual practice, mm. I think for most people who are creative, there's a point in your journey where as hard as you work, the door will be open on the inside. And you can't control when that moment's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. You have faith and you keep working. Mm -hmm. And I remember having a point in quite a potent bout of depression. And I was saying to myself, I was like, I need to show universe, God, whatever the word is for you. I need to show that I'm gonna show up. Mm -hmm. And that was one thing that I was like, okay, no executive producer is gonna to say to me yes or no. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna do this work. And, and that became my practice for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And then there was a point, I'm not gonna lie, there was a point where I tend to operate in extremes and I was waking up crazy early, training three times a day mm-hmm. and asking the question like, what for? Mm-hmm. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm never going to compete in this. Yeah. <laughs> what like, What is it for? And yeah. so there is, for me, there is that kind of what you're saying, like checking in with yourself. Do you know, I it's feel really like- It's
6: really from the inside out, isn't yeah. it? Mm. Because, yeah, in the end of the day, it starts from the inside and then it starts to make its way out. And not everyone's body is going to react the same way. I think yeah. the body is, amazing like you see people's transformations on Instagram and on Facebook and all of that and I've even seen it in myself it's crazy how much the body can shape itself depending on what you do but it's so important to understand that not everyone's body is going to work the same you know and and when you mentioned just um, a while back about um you know, having bulimia and looking
0: in the mirror and seeing something else. Can you talk us through that process and also how did you get to the point of then
6: um, loving your body from disliking your body? Yeah. Um, So when I was really young I lived with 12 people in the house and two of them was my aunt and my uncle and I grew up with my cousin and they'd always told us that we were too fat. So we'd come home and they'd put a plastic bag over us. We had a treadmill up the back and they made us run on this treadmill every day, pick up these like baby nappies and run back and forth to lose all of this weight. And we'd come home and they'd say, okay, there's your chicken wrap and that's all you're having today. So um, we grew up with this really unhealthy perspective, but it was also, um, I think it was her insecurities because she was getting married and I had found out from my mum that my aunt was, making herself throw up so that she could fit this wedding dress. Mm -hmm. She became really skinny and I turned around and I said, well, it's working for her, so it should work for me. So every day, every time I'd eat a bite, I'd go into the bathroom and then I'd come out again and I'd weigh myself and it was so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then eventually I got out of that. And uh, I think you just kind of look around and you, you get yourself with people who are positive. Mm-hmm. And I was I was actually talking to someone the other day on a tangent, but he was like, the top five people who you are with mm-hmm. make up who you are. Mm-hmm. So if you're with three negative people and two positive people, three fifths of you is going to be negative. Mm-hmm. And so I drove myself, I moved house first of all, mm-hmm. um, but also I started to surround myself with people who are more positive. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I realised that my body is what it is, but also it's It was unhealthy what I was doing. Mentally, it was unhealthy. Physically, it was unhealthy. Um, And then early last year, I decided to go to the gym. And when I first started going, it was to get results. But then I realized it was making me happier. So kind of like what you you said, you know, the serotonin goes up and you get really like, you get on a real high. And yeah, I I decided that was the best way to look after my body. But also when you're eating, it's such a mental thing. Like Mm. you look at food and then you associate if you associate food with eating all the time, then you're always going to eat. Mm. But changing that mindset Mm. is going to make such a difference. Um, And yeah, I mean, I I love where I am now. I'm not perfect, like Mm -hmm. I could always go further. But I think changing my environment and then changing my mindset was what got me to where I am today. Yeah, that yeah. was a deep hmm, mm. Danny. <laughs> yeah. All of was Danny's mm. like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I know for
2: facts. Like personally, you played a big part with me as well because I'm Nigerian and like African girls, they have their bodies just shaped nice, and then they have they're curvy. Mm-hmm. Like for example, like my sisters and my mum, my aunties, all of them, they all have nice bodies, and then with me. Have small boobs, have small bum. I'm just, I'm just small. And like,
0: <laughs> I'm but you like your lips. I'm just
2: small. I'm just small. I'm, just small. <laughs> I'm, just small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm short and I'm small. I'm, I'm just like petite. And then like sometimes, like back in the day, like sometimes like even even kind of now a bit. Like my sisters and my mom will banter I'll be like, oh lord, Danny has small boobs. <laughs> Danny has no bum. <laughs> oh Danny's this, Danny's. I would laugh at them, but then, when I go into my room and think about life, I'm like, wow. <laughs> you do it, your life. Yeah, I'm like, wow, I'm actually small, and then that kind of mm. made me not like my body a bit. And mm. I feel like if it even, even kind of plays now, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to get thick.
4: Yeah,
2: oh my gosh, I need to get a bum. Oh my gosh, mm. I need to take, um, I need my boots to be bigger. Like, I even considered like having plastic surgery at one point, because mm. I was just like, oh, because mm. I'm not...
0: And is that, a, is that, a, is that a, um, a fusing of what people are saying, or is that purely social media? Is, for I you think, to jump I, from I that to plastic surgery, how did you get to there? I think, I think,
2: yeah, social media as well, because of hearing it from home, that, oh, yeah, you're small, and then seeing social media, at that point, people are, swing, I'm just seeing curvilicious um, mm. girls, and everyone's just loving them, and I'm thinking, wow, who's going to love me then? Mm. But then once again that kind of, it kind of plays, all comes down to self-love as well. The thing is as
6: well, sorry to (laughs) interrupt, but, no, (laughs) sorry, Um, you can't please everyone, you know, I I mean I used to be big and then I had people telling me I'm too big and then I lost weight and I had someone and it was actually a church friend who came up to me one day and was like, "Mm, you lost weight but you lost your boobs too, shame, and Uh she walked away and I was like, Goodness, you can't please yes. everyone, yeah. and, and especially coming from a place of
2: church as well, where everyone's meant to be loving. Yeah. And how dare you come and tell me? Mm, <laughs> mm-hmm, that's really. I
7: think that, yeah, <laughs> I think the external voices thing is like a real like balance because I've mm. got like my best friends, really you know, when I was on my weight loss journey, were really empowering me, like, unless it's going well and really encouraging me, okay. which was great and it was yeah. great to to listen to. And there's a few times where they'd say different things and I'd have to really block out that voice because actually mm. it's about what vision, what healthy vision mm-hmm. I have for my, my body. But there yeah. were times that I didn't see myself doing it and they did for me, mm-hmm. so it was useful. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, there are other voices that are just awful. I've had people in church be like, to me, Oh, listen i thought you lost weight but no you haven't and i remember even <laughs> going back to like what you were saying about childhood i used to go to like aunties and uncles at christmas would be like you're really fat hey, yeah. in front of yeah, everybody
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, i yeah, remember right, right, walking in yeah. rooms and people yeah the way they say stuff is a bit aggressive they just, you know? and they don't know you it's <laughs> the, yeah it's not wow. the ones There's you're close to, to they really do but who
0: stands up for you in those yeah. moments
2: listen no i more.
7: can do you know what It was really awkward, actually. I can think to so many moments going to, because it's never really the ones that are that close to you. Mm -hmm. It's the ones you see once a year at Christmas. Maybe they're they're aunties and uncles, but they're not even aunties and uncles. It's it's just just a vague term. And they would just see you and just, I don't know if it's a culture, they just call it out. You know, say, you're really eating ground rice. Wow, and just really <laughs> pound your stomach. And I'm all my cousins, I was bigger than all of them. Yeah. And they just, you just stand there feeling really awkward. And like, your mom's like, it's her auntie. She's not gonna come in and you know, no one's trying to be awkward. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there were lots of, and you just swallow it and swallow it and swallow it and swallow it and keep doing it. And then really, I remember going to like be quite anxious around these things yeah, as to what could happen. Mm-hmm. At any moment, you know, and it's yeah. constantly comparing me to my brother who's like really slim and really tall and, yeah. you know, and just like,
6: yeah,
7: yeah so it's, um, Definitely. The voice, yeah.
6: Definitely a cultural thing. I think in some cultures it's just okay, like it's just normal. You go into a big family gathering and yeah. someone will tell you yeah. that cool. you're fat. Well,
5: <laughs> yeah. oh, the flip side of the coin, because like mm-hmm. I've been on a maybe a little bit similar journey as you. Yeah. Like I lost 25 pounds and people were like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, you've done it, like you've done it, Laura. Like, what do you mean you've yeah, done don't, it? Oh, yeah, like it's like you, it's like, like, you know would? I've won in life because I suddenly became skinny and it was yeah. like the, you know it doesn't reflect like, how I feel <laughs> on the inside because this
1: yeah. is it. We've got to really challenge how we feel about certain bodies because at a certain point Mm -hmm. we do learn what is a good body and what is a bad body. And it also means that as soon as we see weight loss we assume that it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. I remember in my worst depressive times I was self-harming, I was trying not to eat all because I was in a very emotionally abusive relationship. And everyone was like, wow, you look amazing. Oh, and you know I that? felt horrible on the inside. Yeah. We need to stop assuming that weight loss is always positive. And mm. we also need to get rid of this connotation that fat is an inherently bad thing. Yeah. I did some research recently where um, it wasn't until the 1960s that the anti cellulite industry actually became a thing. Oh. Before that time, we all had cellulite and it was like, yeah, whatever. But it would. Yeah, I mean, it's wild because, you know, it wasn't until Vogue wrote an article saying that cellulite is something you need to get rid of that suddenly the anti-cellulite industry boomed. And another thing I wanted to say as well is that doesn't this all go to show how common body criticism is? All of us seem to have opinions on what someone's body should and shouldn't look like. I mean, I feel like this is a very old fashioned phrase, but if you haven't got something nice to say, maybe don't say it. Um, And also like, but, and yet we're still taught that everybody's body is our business. Why don't we let people have their bodies, exist in their bodies, don't judge their bodies. Yeah. Like our bodies are our own and their bodies are theirs.
0: And that's totally fine. And I love what you said, you know, because sometimes I hear comments, that's absolutely wild. And you just think, who is in that room to check that other person? So throwing it back because those stories absolutely just blow my mind. But what would you say to your seven-year-old self? If you could pause that moment and rearrange everything, what would you say? you say in that moment?
7: Well, I would have practiced a couple of comebacks. <laughs>
0: yeah.
7: I think later on in life I got a bit sassy, you know. I think one time an, an uncle compared me, my brother, and I said, what a stupid question. Oh. Yeah. Why would you do that? And I just said it. Yeah. And I think, you know, but I mean, that's hard. I mean, like, that's a, you know, I think that's about Safe, us being more aware of each other and safeguarding each other. In those moments. Sometimes in those moments it's hard to speak for yourself, yeah. especially when you are younger, especially when it's um family or these different mm-hmm. situations. And that's why we all need to be aware of what those things are and to be able to call it out sometimes. Sometimes you're like, I don't want to step over someone's thing and call it out for them, but, like, just being able to... No, no one checked in with me. No one was like, Alyssa, are you OK? Yeah. yeah. Of course not. It was so normal, no one ever said anything. And these people who loved me. Right. They just never thought about it. Right. And it was only until later I was um, working, yeah, working a job with someone, actually. And I remember joking around with them, talking about these experiences. And she was like, exactly the same thing happened to me. And that was the first time I sat with someone when I was like 22. After this has been happening since I was like five or six, and gisted with someone about it properly mm. and worked out, wow, that was actually like a thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just
7: me being crazy. Yeah.
0: And I, and it was actually like a thing, yeah. That's so interesting, isn't it? Because that is in the home, in the family, where you would assume yeah. those yeah. are places of yeah. safety. Yeah. But Tyson, I wonder what it's like in the gym. If you are in those gym circles, are those conversations as fluent or as men to men? Do you check in with one another? Is that something that happens between guys?
3: I think it's a mix, like it is, it is a mix because it's, you know, people are people at the end of the day and I feel like what you, what you tend to find and it's kind of a, it's like a blinding glimpse of the obvious, mm-hmm. is that what tends to get most people in that space is either a lack yeah. experienced early on, where you might not have felt powerful, resilient or like you had enough agency, so you go, I will become this and no one will ever do that to me again. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of us, you, you get that. And then you get people who are, instead of being like pushed by pain, they're they're being pulled by this desire, this version of I could become more of this. Mm -hmm. So there's a mix. And I feel you, if you listen, listen with intent, you can hear where people are speaking from. So I feel like, you know, to your point, to like the seven year old version, is very often like when you've lost weight or you've been on this journey, people aren't so much commenting on you they're commenting about how they feel themselves in relation to where you now are.
7: Do
3: you know what I mean? So sometimes like you might have lost all that weight and what they're hearing is like, but I haven't done it and what does that mean about me? So instead of them realizing that's what it is, it will come as like a a criticism. Or you'll have people who might feel like that's the highest measure of value. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? You can't get get ahead in the world unless you subscribe to this one image or this one ideal. Whereas I feel like for me it's not about swapping out one form of tyranny for another. So like I was the big kid and it was always about trying to be really slim. And then now, the kind of physique that I am, people are like, oh, how'd you get big? I'm like, what do you mean? How do you get big? Like just (laughs) I'm big. Like, what do you mean to tell you? Like, you know what I mean? But I don't want to swap either or. I think Mm -hmm. it's about just having more. Representation, because for me, like representation, isn't just people that look like you. It's people that feel like you.
2: Do you know what I mean? And you
3: might not look like me, but you might actually feel like me. Do you know what I mean?
6: But you know what, body body image, like ideal body image, is so fluid and it changes. I remembered, you know, in the nineties, the ideal was to be really thin and really like flat all over and then I don't know Beyonce came into the scene right and everyone's like oh now I want to look like Beyonce (laughs) so now that's why everyone's saying you know oh yeah you gotta you gotta look thick because the body image ideals have changed over time and there's no point you know trying to fit into one mold because it's going to change like when I'm 50 things aren't going to be the same as they are now
0: yeah um what tips or tricks do you have when you look in the mirror and you think about your body and maybe the exercise that you're doing how do those things tie in for you and when it comes to mental health
4: it almost what happened with me is that i had a sort of a life-changing experience and i i went and worked in america on a presidential campaign and lived an incredibly unhealthy lifestyle we're talking seven days a week 9am till 2am every day for about nine months like killing yourself and then you get back home, I come back to the UK, and professionally speaking, mentally speaking, physically speaking, it's like jumping off a moving train. Yeah. And it, everything just sort of, it's almost as if you're <laughs> that are ripped out of your reality, almost that life is moving forward, but you're sort of still, all of a sudden, after moving so quickly. And it destroyed my mental health. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, As I was working through it, and you know, isolating myself from people that I know and love, I there was a moment where I look in the mirror, and there is a moment where you say enough, enough. I'm I've had enough of lying on the floor and just looking at the ceiling. I'm going for a fucking run <laughs> and it was it was a horrible run and i looked butters and it was really hard work but but there's that almost imagine a zombie film where that where that hand just burst out of the grave you know it was kind of like that and i and slowly and surely everything was okay yeah uh, but that's the moment where you said enough enough
0: yeah. And out the door. Yeah, no, I think you make an excellent point. And I think everyone will have that moment of enough and everyone's moment of enough will look different. But the fact is when you get there, thank goodness that even you've, you've got there and you do need those voices and people to come alongside you. Um, thank you so much guys for chopping up this question with me. This has been the round table. We've been talking about body image, get involved. We want to know what you think. We want to know your enough moment as well. But thank you for tuning in. This is the round table.